How we end 2023, mothers. We must say goodbye to 2023 and enter 2024 with the proper perspective and approach. We need a highlight of the goodness and steadfast love of the Lord so that we have a basis, a point of preference in thanking God every year, especially for 2023. In short, because of God's goodness and steadfast love, thank God for 2023. One of the most quoted and shared Bible verses is 1 Chronicles 16.34. May I invite us to read from the screen as I read from my notes. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. This particular verse is an exhortation to give thanks to the Lord, which parallelism can be found in Psalms 106 verse 1, 107 verse 1, 118 verse 1, 136 verse 1, and Jeremiah 33, 11. Now in context, we see in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, the Ark of the Covenant is placed inside the tent that David had pitched for it. On top of the Ark was the mercy seat. This was the only place in the world where God prescribed atonement to be made. Now, without the Ark, then... The Israelites could not make atonement nor enjoy the presence of the Lord. That's the importance of the ark. In other words, having the ark was highly significant. First Chronicles chapter 16 is the climax of David's quest to bring the ark back to the land of Israel. Therefore, stating in verse 8, David shares a song of thanks. Verse 34, our focus tonight, is likely familiar to many of you from the Psalms I mentioned. The joy of having the ark back in their community eventually leads them to sing of God's goodness. Now, what's the point here? First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34 is a call for God's people to worship Him. God's people are called to reflect upon and give thanks for the Lord's goodness and steadfast love. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. This is a call to worship our God and Savior. This verse is a particular call to worship our God and Savior. In this song, we have been given by Ezra, if he is the author, the basis of faith and why we give thanks to the Lord. Naturally and normally, we live the year by giving thanks to God, which is a healthy and natural response of faith. Now, in this particular verse, we will see why we give thanks to the Lord. First, give thanks to the Lord for He is good. First Chronicles 13 verse 4 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good. This is a response of faith and not a formula. 
Giving thanks as used here in Hebrew can mean revere or worship. This implies an attitude of gratefulness to God, a form of worship. For it is centered on God, on who He is, and what He has done. Now, good is the opposite of evil. In other words, there is no evil in God. So everything that comes from God is good, very good, and absolutely good. This shows us that God is a good God. His nature is good. His thoughts are good. His motives are good. His actions are good. Everything about God is good. The scripture said in James 1.17, Every good gift and every every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Now we can count on this: God is a good God, and He never changes. All good comes from God, and He is eternally good. When you experience the goodness of God. Like salvation by faith in Jesus Christ. Naturally, you will give thanks to Him. One of the fruit of genuine salvation is you will be transformed into a grateful person. You will revere or worship God. When our prayers are answered in different forms and ways, we give thanks to God. In other words, as the psalmist says, or the, the first chronicles, the, as Ezra said, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. In first chronicles. Notice the Bible does not say he is nice. Nice people tend to spoil others. Nice parents spoil their children, but not the good ones. Unlike God, who is good, he does not have spoiled children. He does not tolerate evil, abuse, and rebellion. Isn't it amazing that our God is a good God? Amen. We get a clearer picture of why those people in the Bible who live by faith in Christ were full of thanksgiving. Ang sarap po mabuhay kapag ang puso ay punong-puno ng pasalamat. Napakagaang ng buhay. Pero pag punong-puno po ng reklamo, ang bigat ng buhay. Nakita ba ninyo? Is it true or not? We understand better why genuine believers should be grateful people. Say to the person beside you, always be grateful to God. Now we know why we should give thanks in everything. Why? Because God is good. We're commanded in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In Romans 8.28, we are assured and we know that in all things oh, uh, that, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. We should thank the Lord in everything for He is good. Therefore, all things work together for our good to make us like Christ. Now, tandaan po ninyo ito. It always leads to one Destination, quality of life, Christ-likeness. To be like Christ is absolutely good. 
God working in our lives to bring out the best in us in Christ through faith obedience to His words and the ground of different circumstances and difficult people is good. Now, for some of you, this can be a paradigm shift. Because we normally tend to see situations as negative. We normally tend to see negative people as negative in our lives. But if you look at it from this divine perspective, that God is good and His ways are good, His works are good, so those different grounds of circumstances, even those difficult people, those sicknesses can be good when God is shaping and allowing, may you allow God to mold you into His likeness. Now, this will collide with our negative way of thinking. If your view is a malas or unlucky year, you must reflect on your priorities and way of responding to people, things, and situation. If we're honest with ourselves, most conclusions fall into spiritual problems. A poor understanding of God, a low view of His sovereignty, and purposes and unforgiving spirit, self-centeredness, over-emotionalism, uncontrollable mouth, and so on. No wonder one situation works against them and not for them. But let me tell you this. But the Bible says, and as our experience shows us, God is a good God. Tonight, you can shift your mindset and reject the devil's lies that you, that you stuck, that nothing good works for you, and you are left behind compared with others. You must reject the devil's lies that you cannot stand, that, that you cannot Continue on 2024 because of your weaknesses. Let me tell you this. You can stand tonight and set your heart on closing the chapter of 2023 in the right way. Let it be centered on God and His good purposes, not yourself, not your problems, not your weaknesses and emotions. Let God fill your heart and mind with His goodness. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for His good. Hallelujah. Do not let the misfortune heartache, tragedy, and pain in 2023 stop you from entering 2024 with gladness. For God is good all the time. Amen? First Chronicles 16 verse 34 declares, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. Set to close. The chapter of 2023 in worshiping God and he can use the good and the bad to accomplish his purpose and plan in your life and through your life. It is not over until God says it's over. Your progress in the faith is ongoing. You have become more Christ-like and will continue to increase. His goodness continues in your life, so thank him. Amen? Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. Now second, are you still with me? Give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love. Again, 1 Chronicles 16.34 declares, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Thank God for 2023 because also of his steadfast love. Now, the Lord's steadfast love is his covenant-keeping love. The Hebrew meaning is devoted love promised within a covenant. Say with me, covenant. It is love that is willing to commit itself to another by making its solemn promise. 
a matter of solemn record. This is binding. A binding kind of love. This is the love that refuses to not love. To thank God for His steadfast love is to thank Him for His love for you in Jesus Christ. Thank God for His enduring love which binds you to Him in Christ for all eternity. Everything in your life and with your life comes from God who makes who you are today. Now, what you are today? If you are this person, praise God, a more contented, God-fearing, and obedient child of God. Thank Him for His love. It made you secure, strong, and changed you through all the experiences in life with joys and pain, loses and gains, bitterness and sweetness, sickness and good health. God's steadfast love is transformative. That's my point. This is why New Year's resolution does not fully work where there is no steadfast love of God in it. Every New Year's resolution without the steadfast love of God will never work. Because God's steadfast love is the only love that is transformative. Self-love and self-determination do not have the permanent transforming power that God's love has. Let me ask you this. When you hurt God, when you commit sin, does it affect change in you? If you have the love of God, of course. You will feel not only sorry, but you will feel repentant, right? This is the power of God's love. But if you have Jesus, I tell you, you have God's steadfast love in you through His Spirit. Amen? So 2023, we could say, is a more fruitful year that we become, we became the best version of ourselves in Christ. And the person beside you, do you become the best version of yourself? The story behind 1 Chronicles 16 also provides a beautiful picture of God's steadfast love that we should be thankful for. You know, for years, the Israelites seemed to care less about the ark's location. Therefore, the atonement and the symbol of God's presence, they care less. And yet, in context, we see God drawing His people back to Himself, meeting them with grace and love, and accepting their sacrifices from a heart of pain. Now, note that this atonement isn't for God as He were some bloodthirsty tyrant to be afraid of. Not at all. But this atonement is for God's people and the Lord has once again shown Himself to be gracious to them despite their years of rebellion and sin. This is a picture of God's enduring love. In Jesus, we are blessed with a growing obedient heart with God's favor attached to it. If there is one thing I want also to, to be marked in your heart, when you grow as an obedient child of God, there's always God's favor attached to it. Now, when you experience God's favor, there's a deep fulfillment, deep satisfaction, deep contentment in your life. And it will overflow in joy. Yan pong pagkakaiba. Kapag ka wala ang favor ng Diyos. Now, sa Panginoong Yesus, in Jesus, 
It means we are blessed with His steadfast love that despite any unfaithfulness, shortcomings, entanglement with sins, rebellion, and other sins that offended the holiness of God, He loved you always, willing to forgive you, willing to accept you based on Jesus' death on the cross, willing to restore you, and willing to shower you with His goodness to inspire you to serve Him. Now, listen to that, to this word. When God forgives us and all and always do good to us, it is always the purpose to inspire us to serve Him. Because we're created beings. If you never serve God, you're serving something. If you study the book of Jeremiah, my devotion this morning, chapter 5, when they focus on worshiping other things, created things, it deprived them of God's goodness. Sin always deprive us of the favor of God. But this is the good news. In Jesus Christ, we are under the steadfast love of God and His love for us never change. Amen? Willing to forgive, willing to shower us always with His goodness. So do not let all your shortcomings, sins, and failures in 2023 stop you from entering 2024. Gladly. Amen? But be refreshed by God's steadfast love. Now ito pong maganda rito Whatever loses you have this 2023, always remember this, you never lose. Because you have God's steadfast love. Amen? Let's give the Lord a hand. Hold on to this. In the Lord Jesus Christ, God's love for us endures forever. You are His child and there will never be a day when God will not love you. Is this the reason why trials and problems do not consume you? Is this steadfast love the reason why all things work for your good that He predestined you from eternity past? The Bible exhorted us in 1 Chronicles 16.34, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for His good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Tonight, May we say in the full declaration of faith, Thank you, Lord, for 2023 because of your goodness and steadfast love. Let us leave the chapter of 2023 in thanksgiving and worship. Let us thank the Lord for all His goodness in everything in every circumstance. Let us thank the Lord for the power of His steadfast love, for He never leaves nor forsakes us forever. As I conclude, with respect to the historical settings of 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34, it applies to us today. It is applicable because God is good and is good forever. God's love is and his steadfast love endures forever from generation to generation. This is also my conviction. As a parent, as I walk in God's goodness and steadfast love uprightly, it will reach in the next generations. May God's enduring goodness and love that caused David to dance steer our hearts to worship, praise, and celebrate 2023 before the Lord as we look forward to 2024. With renewed faith, commitment, strength, and dedication to follow and live for Him. God's presence with His goodness, love, and all 
His life sustains us and not just in 2023, but in 2024. Let me encourage you to make this personal. To make this personal. And say by God's grace in full declaration of faith. Thank you, Lord, for 2023 because of your goodness and steadfast love. Next slide, please. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Can you read this aloud with me? Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Another, I will leave the chapter of 2023 in thanksgiving and worship. Anything that still holds your heart, even hurt that you have never forgiven yet, will haunt you in 2024. If you never settle that with the Lord tonight, enter 2024 lightly. Amen? I will worship you, Lord, because of who you are, and I praise you for what you have done. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Thirdly, I will thank the Lord for all his goodness in everything and every circumstance. Everything that happens to you this 2023, you can leave this behind, good or bad, by thanking God tonight. Because those things that he allows in your life makes you more stronger, more wiser, and understand God's purposes that he aligns you to his will. And with that, your respect to God is deepened. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And lastly, I will thank the Lord for the power of his steadfast love. For he never leaves or forsakes me forever. Thank you, Lord, for every provision for my needs. Now, let me ask you this. Do you lack any good thing from the Lord in 2023? Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good. For his steadfast love endures forever. The message is clear. In view of who God is, of his goodness, steadfast love, and every attribute of God, we have a basis to thank him for 2023. Now, I share this in our Facebook page, a group, as I close. It was January this year that my nephew passed away. January, the start of the year. That made me think and remind me to think with the end in mind. With the end in mind. Why should we not give thanks to the Lord who holds our life? Amen? We passed through the pandemic. We go through 2022, now 2020, and we will enter 2024. Isn't God good that he holds our life and he keeps us alive to experience more of his goodness and his steadfast love in our life? Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.